0: Welcome to New Perceptions Podcast, the official podcast of the Journal of Psychedelic Psychiatry. The New Perceptions Podcast is for education, information, and entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this podcast are solely those of hosts and guests and not reflect the official policies of any entity. This podcast and the Journal of Psychedelic Psychiatry does not support or condone the illegal use, distribution, or sale of psychedelic substances. Furthermore, the copy should not be solely used to diagnose, treat, or prevent diseases or conditions, and reading or listening to this podcast does not constitute a doctor-patient relationship. The content assessed does not constitute medical advice, and any specific medical questions should be directed toward more personal health care professional. If you are listening to us on the Journal of Psychedelic Psychiatry website, it would be easier for you and better for us if you would please consider following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you will be notified when the latest episode airs. I'm Dr. Tyler Trevisted, Editor-in-Chief of the Journal, and it's my privilege to welcome you to this author interview edition of the podcast. We are joined today by Sophie Adler to discuss her article, which can be found in the latest issue of the journal, Ketamine Hypnosis Package, a Clinical Case Study for the Treatment of Depression and Addiction, Administering Ketamine with Hypnotherapy. Sophie, welcome to the New Perceptions Podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Could you maybe tell those listeners out there who haven't had a chance to read your article yet what it's all about?
1: Sure. So for over two years now, we are working with an innovative method, the so-called ketamine hypnosis package. And the goal of this case study was to give an example of how to work with ketamine combined with hypnotherapy. So this study aimed to explore new ways in the treatment of addiction and depression and to evaluate the KHP method for the first time. And diagnostic and the qualitative content analysis give profound insights into the treatment process and method. And the results from the preserved report provide um, pre evidence that ketamine combined with hypnotherapeutic preparation Guidance and integration effectively reduces depression, suicidal thoughts, obsessive behavior connected with a theme of control and addiction in 10 days. And
0: before we kind of dive into this case report here, can you kind of tell us how you became interested and involved in hypnotherapy?
1: Yeah, um, even as a child, I was fascinated by the fact that dreams are so different from being awake and that many things from dreams do not happen in reality and vice versa. So even there, the boundaries of the worlds became blurred for me and my interest in fantasy and inner worlds took up a lot of space. Early on, my mother did guided effective imagery with my siblings and me which has become a major experience and left a mark. In my youth, I discovered hypnosis and the ability to put people into a trance a dreamlike state in which you travel with your inner self. It was clear to me then that I would like to work with it later. And at the end of my psychology studies, I did an intensive training in hypnosis and hypnotherapy And could hardly wait to work with it. I love this technique and um, very, very much as everybody is relaxed, the patient and myself.
0: That's awesome. And when did you first get the idea to begin incorporating ketamine into this type of therapy?
1: Yeah, I began with incorporating ketamine into hypnosis therapy in 2018. I had written my master's thesis on the potential of psilocybin for modern psychotherapy and research and practice with Professor Dr. Anna Buchheim. And after I graduated, I lived in Mallorca and was looking for an opportunity to work with psychoactive substances in a clinical context. And that's when I discovered Dr. Scheib's clinic in Palma, which used ketamine infusions. And I started working there that same year. And there I observed the procedure for two months and with my background in psychoactive substance therapy I asked Dr. Scheib if I could contribute my ideas and share my knowledge on their existing procedure. He allowed me to modify to my own wishes and I started to support the patients throughout the ketamine infusions and therapy steps. At the beginning, it was more like psychoanalytical support as I'm having a psychoanalytic background. As time went by, I used more and more hypnosis techniques and found that they complemented the ketamine treatment wonderfully. And the patients were able to integrate an inner healing in a way we didn't expect. Um, Therefore, we developed the KHP. And with the KHP, we combine ketamine infusions with hypnotherapeutic guidance influenced by a psychoanalytic and Ericksonian approach to work with the material coming up during a ketamine infusion. Our KHP creates a therapeutic experience around the infusion, and it includes a Psychological preparation, uh, hypnotherapeutic guidance during the ketamine journey, and an integration session after the experience. Single hypnosis only sessions help to reinforce the treatment and stabilize the self healing process. Yeah, there are a few studies on ketamine and its properties to work with addiction. Um, The studies show that ketamine treatment can help reduce craving and support abstinence. Hypnotherapy is an evidence-based treatment gaining popularity for treating addiction.
0: And what is it you, you think that uh, is specific to ketamine or, or is there something specific to ketamine that you find of particular value whenever you're using it in, in hypnotherapy sessions?
1: Yeah, the mind-altering substance ketamine changes everyday consciousness and brings one into a dreamlike state comparable to a trance state. Ketamine helps to loosen the defenses and gets people out of their normal way of thinking and reacting. So, people who find it difficult to give up control often find it difficult to get involved with ketamine. Even hypnosis uh, often does not work very well with those people. Not everybody can be hypnotized due to different levels of suggestibility. And, and in our clinical practice, we have observed that people who are not highly hypnotizable, for example, patients with OCD, become more suggestible accompanied through our newly developed method, the ketamine hypnosis package. And I help people to feel comfortable with letting go of control and without evaluations. Then when they feel safe and relaxed, I can work with personal issues, Uh, coming up during a ketamine infusion. And the positive results during a ketamine infusion can then be anchored with the patient and reinforced during further hypnotherapy on a different day. And the positive experience of being able to let go and trust in the therapist, patient and the process itself So this experience leads to easier acceptance of hypnotic states because of the understanding um, of their strong healing abilities. And furthermore, your flexibility in technique um, becomes less rigid by the day as you have to adjust very quickly and frequently to the difference in your reaction to the patient's emotional, psychic state and feelings. Um, And another positive feature would be that the substance itself is not addictive if used in the right way, and that it becomes less and less important throughout the therapy. I've come to the conclusion that hypnosis and not the substance leads to the desired inner healing capabilities of the patient. Um, Ketamine merely acts as the first key for the door to accept different layers of your own psyche and therefore their respective layer of understanding.
0: And with all that kind of in mind, let's, let's dig into this case report that you submitted to us. Can you briefly give us a little background on the patient and some of his diagnoses and why he was seeking care?
1: Yeah, the history of treatment of that patient impressively shows how the differentiation between addiction therapy and psychotherapy or psychosomatic psychiatric treatment prevented the patient from receiving adequate help at the right time. Most patients with harmful or dependent substance abuse or addictive behavior have an underlying psychiatric disease that must be treated parallel to the addiction. In most cases, these are depressive disorders or anxiety disorders. Um, Our subject here is a 48-year-old male German social worker with treatment-resistant depression, suicide thoughts, obsessive behavior, and several forms of addiction. At the age of 13, he drank his first beer, and then he tried out just about everything in material and non-material, legal and illegal addictive substances like THC, codeine, cocaine, amphetamines, psilocybin, LSD, and much more. After a very difficult time in his life that led to burnout, he had not taken any drugs for six weeks and he was getting worse and worse. He had turned to a psychiatric psychosomatic acute consultation to get help for his depression, but they refused to offer him treatment because he first would have had to undergo detoxification A drug counseling center then placed him in a six-month long-term therapy program within a clinical setting. There he had one-on-one 30-minute individual therapy every two weeks. Additionally, he attended numerous group sessions, almost exclusively addressing alcohol addiction, which did not feel beneficial to him. So he felt as if he was under a bell jar and restricted in his independence. After two months, he was discharged with the consent of the clinic and his depression persisted. After another excessive demand in his job, he was put on sick leave again. And after a year, he repeatedly sought admission to a clinic where he reported he sometimes smoked cannabis to get to sleep and because of this, Self-disclosure, he was refused admission, and the clinic's preconditions required him to stay clean for at least six months before being accepted for therapy. In the meantime, his health insurance company had referred him to a day clinic, the same clinic he visited to treat his addiction, but this time he was directed to a different ward. And there he managed to get involved in the um, groups Caused in some part by the proximity of the groups to his former department. However, after the six week clinic stay, he had a complete breakdown. He was prescribed various antidepressants, for example, doxepine, metazapine, and duloxetine, which increased his suicide thoughts. Uh, Pregabaline reportedly helped him, but he had underestimated its addictive potential, and he subsequently weaned himself off all medications.
0: Could you walk us through what his proposed like treatment protocol was
1: and how that went for him while he was at uh, the Institute? Yeah, the aim of our treatment um, was not primarily abstinence, but rather a higher self-efficiency and satisfaction of the patient, which also leads to a change in the handling of narcotics and addictive behavior. It is therefore a matter of regaining autonomy, and autonomy in the sense of self-determination, not to be dominated by drugs, but to make conscious decisions with a clear uh, conscience without having to criticize oneself, which would trigger a downward spiral in thoughts. The patient wished to be able to live a normal life. Um, through the program, he more and more learned to accept himself with his own history. The patient received a ten-day treatment at Instituto Dr. Sai with diagnostic, rTMS, neurofeedback, and four sessions of the KHP. Every ketamine infusion remained with a normal dose of 0.5 milligram per kilogram arketamine for about 45 minutes and one KHP session takes about two hours and one hour for integration the next day. The therapy is multimodal and uses psychotherapeutic, pharmacological and technical procedures in the treatment. Um, after a detailed anamnesis and examination a psychological examination is performed and the quantitative EEG and measurement of heart rate variability are obtained. Um, the quantitative EEG shows which areas of the cerebral cortex are active at which wavelength. And this can provide important information for the neurofeedback training program. And our patient shows... Increased alpha activity in the frontal brain area, particularly in depression with brooding, compulsion, and difficulty falling asleep. And the heart rate vari- variability shows the influence of the vagus nerve on the control of the heart. And in uh, RTMS, which is the repetitive transcranial magnetic stimulation, a pulsating magnetic field increases or decreases the activity of certain areas of the brain. This can be used to treat both like depressive symptoms and the tendency to addictive behavior. We stimulate the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex on the right side with one hertz, and then on the left side with 10 hertz.
0: And as far as these treatment protocols go, are they standardized, or are they kind of individualized for each specific patient?
1: Every patient gets his individual treatment plan because each patient has different needs um, and we're really looking for the needs of the patient. And um, the amount of dosage and frequency of the treatment heavily depends on the patient's state and on capabilities to handle, receive and process the treatment. Um, in general, the KHP consists of preparing the ketamine journey hypnotherapeutic support during the infusion, and subsequent uh, integration. So relaxation, suggestions, and post-hypnotic orders are used a lot. The three units of KHP can also be extended over several days, depending on the patient's treatment plan and Single hypnosis sessions between the KHP sessions support the long-term effects and enhance the therapy process as far as we see in our clinical practice. And our therapy options are particularly interesting for patients who do not wish to take medication for a long time.
0: With that kind of in mind, how did this patient respond to his individualized treatment plan?
1: In summary, the patient noticed a blatant difference concerning the time spent before and after the 10 days treatment. This change in rotation in 10 days is no comparison to previous therapies, as he said. How long these changes will persist must still be determined, but the patient felt as if he was gaining access to himself again, he said, I will deal with my own history, and the difference is that I want to do so. The patient said that the effect comes from the combination of ketamine and hypnotherapy. Um, he said, ketamine alone does not work. The KHP opens doors, and the patient has to walk through. The patient recognizes self-worth as the linchpin and then he developed strategies to work with that in conjunction with the therapist. Acceptance gains more and more value. The patient's evaluation of his problems was changing. They were no longer all encompassing. He felt more relaxed and more serene. Um, A new quality of safety was experienced by the patient who felt safer by himself now. By the end of the study, the patient felt he now had enough resources to cope with his life. And the primary outcome measures include change in depression as measured by the BDI-2 with a reduction from 44, highly depressed to a score of three, no depression and change of symptoms measured by the SCL-90R that shows a clear reduction in almost every factor compared to baseline. Then uh, we did a follow-up and the follow-up data with the BDI-2 um, one week after treatment shows factor three and then five weeks after treatment, a factor of 15. Um, the qualitative content analysis of the KHP sessions identified nine categories um setting, intervention, body, control, feelings, insights or realizations, addiction, depression, and imagery. And the QEG measurements before and after treatment showed a pattern of Overrepresentation representation of slow brain activity with closed eyes, which can be observed in fluctuating concentration, and uh, volatile impulse control. That's uh, the outcome so far. And is
0: this pretty typical for patients that you treat with KHP? Have you seen this in a lot of your other patients, or is this a, is this a remarkable result?
1: I have treated many patients from different countries throughout all walks of life that have similar problems with depression as main reasons for their therapy. And the response to the treatment doesn't vary that much. Um, one of the key elements of KHP is to work with the feelings of controlling and learning how to let go of control. And the experience of letting go and feeling well simultaneously can bring profound changes. Um, Hypnosis and ketamine both have to do with the change of everyday consciousness. This is often frightening for people with control issues. The KHP has shown a lot of advantages for depression, anxiety, PTSD, and uh, pain. In 2019, four patients uh, suffering from like very heavy treatment-resistant uh, OCD were successfully treated with the help of this program, for example.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned depression, anxiety, PTSD, substance uses. Are there any other uh, applications for KHP that you're currently looking into, or are there certain ones that you would like to look into as far as other psychiatric disorders?
1: Uh, yeah of course i mean they uh, they are all very interesting to explore i've seen many requests from people that are not treatment resistant but that are looking for a method to break out of their loop they have a special topic like for example i have high standards on myself and i want to explore them or clients that have bad experiences with classical talking therapy Um, for hypothetical, out-of-the-box thought. It could help uh, mental-stable people to connect to the inner psyche and gain more insights, but it would have to be pretty much regulated in order to prevent abuse. Mm. It could also be very useful for therapists to understand where the patient, that had an overwhelming experience that came to a negative outcome in his life is coming from. Or um, I would like to see professionals that can explore changing states of consciousness and the feelings of getting into and getting out of these mind states and understanding the deep reach that it has. We could prevent a trauma that arises because of mistaken medical and psychological handling of the patient. The methods that you need to apply in psychological support differ um, dramatically between a psychoactive substance induced state and trauma based on shared reality. Compared to all other psychoactive substances is ketamine the safest most predictable and most controllable substance known for now it has a quick onset and offset and we can stop, we can stop the infusion immediately, which makes it very great for, for therapeutic work. And um, yeah, this year I want to start a proper, like really proper in depth study the university tubing to compare normal ketamine therapy with our ketamine hypnosis package.
0: I think that would be a a fascinating study. And I think something that you touched on in there, uh, talking about, um, you know, primary thought disorder patients or psychotic patients might even benefit from ketamine. We have uh, a case report in, in the latest issue of the journal that's available now online Uh, looking into a patient with schizophrenia who was given ketamine uh, as an agitation medication and actually had a profound level of insight. So it's very interesting that you would kind of mention that. I think that that's a a very interesting application for ketamine. And and like you said, it'd have to be highly regulated, but I think it may be beneficial.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's so much to explore, uh, so much to learn. But of course, we here in our clinical practice, we don't work with patients that are suffering from Um, psychosis or schizophrenic disorders.
0: Well, as we kind of wrap up here, what do you think the major takeaways from this discussion are and what should kind of the listeners take away from our overall discussion today?
1: I think ketamine administration without psychological guidance can be very problematic. Depending on the set setting and dose, ketamine infusion can be overwhelming frightening and patients can experience like very uh, uncomfortable bed trips. Adding hypnotherapy as a framework and guidance has excellent potential to reduce psychological symptoms with more insights and a feeling of safety. Hypnotherapy helps the patient to relax and post-hypnotic suggestions support the desired change. Um, Psychedelic substances can be door openers to the unconscious. For practitioners who would like to try this method, it is strongly recommended that they prepare themselves uh, roughly beforehand so that they feel as comfortable as possible. Their um, demeanor has a significant influence on the sessions and experiences of the patient. One should never use ketamine or hypnosis without having completed appropriate training, I think. Think less, feel more, and strengthening the network between professionals in this field and regular supervision of the standards that we set.
0: And if somebody wanted to learn more about this ketamine hypnosis package and some of the other services you provide and you and your colleagues do, um, where would you direct them or where could they find out more information?
1: There are different paths for those interested in, in, in that uh, in KHP. Patients can currently be treated with us in Berlin. Last fall, I set up a private practice here for my boss Dr. Scheib, and we offer now ambulance treatments in German, English, and Portuguese. For therapists and doctors, we offer a training program where they can learn to work with ketamine and hypnotherapy. The so-called mph m for medical p for psychological and h for hypnotic program takes place on a weekend under my guidance and that of professor dr rebenstorff one of the most famous hypnosis researchers in europe and my boss dr scheib as a physician with a lot of experience in ketamine therapy this basic training is followed by supervision sessions and group sessions which can be online it is very important to me that only those people offer this method who are trained for it. For 2021, there will probably be two dates for the advanced training depending to the corona situation. And you'll find all important informations um, on my website, uh, acsmindworks.com or on psychosomatic.com.
0: Awesome. Well, we'll be sure to include those websites in the show notes if anybody else is interested. Um, and I just wanted to say thank you so much, Sophie, for coming on. That was a very interesting case and a very interesting application for ketamine. So uh, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate your time and interest in the subject.
0: I hope you've enjoyed today's interview. If you would like to submit an article for potential publication in the journal or you have further questions, please visit our website, journalofpsychedelicpsychiatry.org, or send us an email at Psychiatry at gmail.com. To stay up to date on all the latest information regarding the journal, please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you for listening to New Perceptions.